0: You're listening to the Twisted Sisters Podcast, with Allie, a fiery realtor queen, and Samantha, a gypsy, wandering her way through life while navigating being a rock star woman with ADHD. Both are former teen moms of two who have faced challenging adversities. They're here to break stereotypes, get real with you about the messiness of life, and remind you that we're all just a little twisted.
1: Hello, you are tuning into to the Twisted Sisters podcast. Thank you, guys. We are going to be uh, launching part three today of four, and you get to hear more about Kathy Coffee story about when she met um, Dave, who is Allie's stepfather, and just how they grew their family, and a little insight into... <laughs> what it was like Raising Allie this week, and um, we just talk about how important our stepdads are, how important people are in our lives that come and go, and you just really get to hear kind of those good, bad, ugly, and Kathy Coffee's pretty funny, so she has a great way of uh, telling stories and just making you feel like you were there, so enjoy, laugh along with us, and I hope if you guys take anything away, it's that... Um, We really impact people every day in our lives. And you just never know the impact that you're going to have on the rest of somebody's life just by making a simple choice and um, loving. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Thank you.
0: So moving on, I want to hear how you met Mr. Fear.
2: Mr. Fear. (laughs) Dave. (laughs) Or as the Hobbits would say, Dave.
0: (laughs) Dave. Dave. I heard um, Dave is the male form of Karen.
3: Dave. Oh, really? Yes. And don't I'm tell like, him that. <laughs> Karen. Really? Like when Dave is like it? your
1: leather man. You it's finally like, met your leather man. Yeah. And I don't, Dave wasn't
2: even a leather man when I met him. But no? I think I made him into a leather man. <laughs> I mean, I think it was there, but I wasn't seeing that. Yeah. Um, I met Dave in 1994, I want to say, and I was working at LaFonda's Fonda's and Egan, um, as a bartender, and I had come from uh, Arberries, which isn't there anymore in Apple Valley. So Dave came up to the bar and was like, didn't you used to work at Arberys? And everybody would say that to me, and I'd be like, yep, what do you want? <laughs> like, move on.
3: Did he say it like that too? Yeah. Oh. He's
2: like, I remember you. My like, good. <laughs> what do you want? So I got him a drink, and then Dave proceeded to try to date me for about a year. And he was going through a divorce, and he drove me crazy. I'm like, dude. And you were also dating. I was dating another regular. Canary from Island. And, oh. and Franco from Spain.
0: Yes. Who? Who? So she
2: had her like Latin Franco, lover. That yes. Franco. Franco. Franco? Yes. So I had met it's kind
1: of funny, isn't it? Franco
2: <laughs> in Mexico with Allie. I brought Allie there at, by myself. And he was working at the front desk. And then we ended up going on a few dates when I was in Mexico. And then we ended up dating off and on for a year, I guess. I mean, obviously long distance. But I wouldn't consider that my boyfriend. No. You know what I mean? And I was single and I was kind of dating a cop at the time um, that came into La Fondas, who was a lot older than me. Um, and then there was Dave and he would never give up. <laughs> And he was going through a divorce, and he was there a lot with his friend. (laughs) And they would ask me a 1,000 questions constantly. And finally, one day, I was talking to another friend at the bar, and I said, I'm bringing Allie. And her best friend at the time was Emily. And I'm going to bring them to the Dakota County Fair. And, of course, ears, Dave, oh, I have my daughter that weekend. Can I meet you guys? And I'm, like, trying to, like, how do I say no? (laughs) And I said, that's fine. Give me your phone number and I'll call you and tell you what time. Well, it was pouring rain that day, so I never called him. Like, bonus. We don't have to go to the <laughs> fair, but I'm own. going to the fair. <laughs> so I walked into the amusement area for the rides with Emily and Allie, and there was Dave <laughs> with Jillian Rose in her little flowered dress and her long hair. And Dave had on a sleeveless t shirt. <laughs> with like long jean pants and like like tube socks and something and i was like and a crew cut and a crew cut and i was like oh lord oh my god,
0: and awesome if you know weather. him he does not have crew cut hair no. <laughs> it's
2: like bart simpson they're hair they're
3: not short salmon shorts no. they were not thank god
2: but i was like oh this is what i'm gonna spend the day away <laughs> so of course i went over and we I literally, you guys, in about forty five minutes fell in love with
3: Dave. Like <laughs> what you put off for a year. I know. He was the most But you would amazing. have missed out on that yeah. outfit.
2: <laughs> I would have. And I watched a lot of those outfits for many years. But Dave was the most amazing father I've ever seen. Wow. And been around. And then the most amazing male figure to these other two little girls. Doesn't even go on like spinny rides and stuff. And the tilter wheel was Allie's favorite ride. And he rode that thing so many times and (laughs) laughed and giggled. And I'm sure was sick to his stomach, (laughs) but still did it for them. And we got done with the fair and I was going to Whiskey Junction um, for the evening. And he asked if he could join me with him and Bruce was his kind of his co-partner at that time. They both worked for Northwest Airlines. Um, And I said, sure. So we went to the whis- They met me at the whiskey junction, and then Bruce did all the talking. So then all of a sudden, I'm thinking, "Are you setting me up with Bruce? <laughs> because I've been so mean to you. Now you think that I don't. Want now to I kind of like you, <laughs> now no, no, you're not talking to me." <laughs> <laughs> so I was really confused. But then he ended up. We ended up dancing, and then danced the whole night. And we found out that that's what we like to do together. Wow. And then we went back to his place. And I, we went through all his photos and I learned about his family. You know what I mean? We just did all that. And then we just started dating after that. And we kept it very secret for quite a few months. And then we kind of had our coming out party that we're dating. To <laughs> all the regulars. To all the regulars. You know, because you don't want a bar. A bar gets yeah. in your business really yeah. fast. Yes, they do. And we had kids and they needed to meet each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and when Jill and Allie met each other, they were best friends. They we were. You know, they nice. were 11 months apart. And it was and how old were a blessing. you? She was just five. She yeah. was just a little over five. Wow. And Joe was, I mean, I think Allie was turning six and Joe was turning five, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And so we started dating and we were inseparable. You were.
0: It was like the four of us all the time I was just doing family, All the things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything. Wow. I even remember like they rented a houseboat. Mm-hmm. And not something. a trailer. <laughs> no. <laughs> and I remember waking up in the middle of the night and it was flooding like what yes. was that st- it was sinking it was yeah. sinking
2: um yes so one of dave's co-workers owned a boat <laughs> and he said do you want to go out on the boat for the weekend and i'm like sure and dave was in the navy so i'm like this guy knows a boat. i've been on many boats we're gonna be fine <laughs> so we went on there well he hit a sandbar the first day <laughs> three boats had to come and Dave went into the muck and the sand and trenched a trench with his feet to pull this boat. You know, and this is like a super expensive boat. It's to pull so that funny. out of there, we then a man kind of towed us back onto the main. Then we were riding And a boat slammed into us and cracked the whole, like, hull of that boat that we were on. I didn't know any of that going on. So the whole time I just had the girls eating Cheetos and singing songs (laughs) and we're all going to be fine. And in my head I'm thinking, oh my God. And that's one of my best memories. (laughs) We're never gonna get off of here. So we had to dock at, I want to say we were in Lutzen maybe or something like that. And we literally only, we weren't going to spend the night on the boat. We were just going to have a day trip. So like I said, we had Cheetos and PB&Js, and we've eaten all that. So we went in, and I remember I needed tampons, too. <laughs> so it's like not only did we not have food, but I'm, like, struggling in life. <laughs> a, uh, we're at, like, a little teeny, you know, convenience. Bait shop. Bait shop. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying to put together a dinner. Do you have tampons? And, and I did. And the guy actually went and asked one of a neighbors. <laughs> because we had to put a That's generator so Minnesota- on the <laughs> boat, and we had to stay on there. Well, all of a sudden, I woke up probably to change my tampon, and I put my feet down, oh and there was so much water in the boat, so the village pump wasn't pumping out the water until we were sinking. <laughs> so we had to get the marina guy to come out or whatever, and then he got that going for us, and we got that pumped and did everything, and then we had to leave the boat there. And somebody had to come pick us up from there because we couldn't drive it back. And this was mom. his friend's boat? And this was his friend's boat. And
0: how long were you together at
2: this point? Um, a, week. No, a, week. a week? No, not very long. No, I was <laughs> going to say because he was still living in his apartment. Yeah, yeah. he lived in his apartment for a year okay. or more. Okay. Um, we probably three months maybe? Wow. Yeah. And so then when, <clears throat> just to finish that story, I mean, it's not that important, but when that friend came back to get the boat, the boat was almost completely oh. oh
1: my gosh.
3: So, the boat that hit him, did they
1: have I to think be that responsible? Did some, yeah,
3: they had to be responsible. Oh, that's and good. and,
2: and his that. friend really didn't seem that upset about it. And I would have just been losing my mind.
0: <laughs> I would have been in Florida. Yeah. yeah.
2: It's yeah. And
1: so, <laughs> we Franco's not sounding too bad <laughs> no. right now. Yes. No. And that was <laughs> all over by <laughs> then. Yeah. Wow. But that was
2: our first. So, boating's always. We ended up buying a boat too, uh-huh. which we had some challenges on too. So, I'm like, Dave, you and water and yeah. that Navy thing. And, not know. We canoed. <laughs> we went down the oh, can- in river that one time we almost died. Yeah. In the camping and we went canoeing and the rapids oh my gosh, in the water was camping. really strong and it tipped over. We hit a tree and yeah. Dave saved the girl's life. Did I remember grabbing us. in the river? He had one under each one. Wow. Island. The current was so strong that people came out <coughs> from the campsite to grab the girls.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Some wow. water, Dave? No. And, and surprise, it's Navy Man. Like. I
3: know. <laughs> yeah, but somebody else is doing the driving. Yeah. And, and Navy Man, they're doing airplanes. <laughs> yeah, you know. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're not really. And those right. boats are a little big. Yeah. So they're not like, yeah, they're like it's an a little island. different. Yeah.
0: And do you feel a sense of, like, home in a way? Because your parents were from the East Coast and he's from Pittsburgh. Well, so it Andy was like for the airline.
1: airline. Yeah. yeah, it yeah. was. Oh, interesting. interesting. That's right. It, it, it was.
2: LaFondas was a huge airline uh, bar, bar, so I always felt that comfort zone that all of those people sure. worked for Northwest. It kind of just felt like home to me a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, yeah, and I Dave thought that I was from New York. When I worked at Arbery's the first time that he saw me and thought that, you know, he and was, was single at West West. that time and then he ended up getting married to a girl from Pittsburgh and she moved back here and that's how they had Jill and stuff. But he had seen them before he even was married and wanted to... Yeah. introduce himself to me, but I'm sure I was not a friendly girl then either.
3: <laughs> and then... Either.
2: Um,
0: I always think of Coyote Ugly. What's the bartender's name that was kind of like the one that everyone's like, oh,
1: be careful. Like, I think mean, like, and nobody pulls off like the bitchy look better than Kathy cause, yeah. and it's sexy. It and is. It, People are drawn to it. Yeah. They love it. It is yeah. so funny to watch. It's not funny, but it is. It's like, yeah. you've got this vibe. She does. And, but... It is so enticing to people and it's fun to watch other people because they just watch you and And they have this.
2: She's got this yeah. thing. Yeah, that's my bartending. You've got, thing, I but I mean, even five, like, you three. just got a vibe.
0: You do because even funny. all the guys in school, we were just talking about this. Mike and I were joking, and we were talking to a bunch of guys, and they were like, "You had the hot mom, <laughs> like you were the hot mom mm. of the high school." But they yeah. all overalls- went was- to mess with Allie, though, <laughs> at the same time. Well, no, I was the little geek following behind her <laughs> 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 in, my, no. in my poo overalls. So, like that, laughed at me like. You wear Pooh Bear
2: overalls till like eighth grade. <laughs> yes. I know, but I kind of did that to you. I know. Like the minute she was born, she was in overalls. I wore overalls. Like I still wear overalls. It's like that's my most favorite yes. creation. I had every color, pin strip right. black, black, blue, anything. Any picture you see, Allie, and she's in overalls and a hat. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I think that my attitude comes from being five three and a bartender and back then was like a hundred and five <laughs> pounds. So you better be a tough ass.
3: Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, because
2: yeah. it wasn't what I was working at Applebee's. I mean I was working in some, you know, music and biker bars and things and you kinda have to Puff your chest up. Yeah. Not that mine needs to be puffed up anymore, but improve <laughs> yourself. Like, don't mess I with me. Do yeah. not mess with me. <laughs> I get me. it. Yeah. So that I'm was a five my I'm a 5'3
1: bartender yes. over here.
2: I mean, I've had some pretty ugly things happen to yeah. me as a bartender. There's and some pretty
1: crazy stuff that you very do Very crazy. It is. And
2: so you have to kind of put that on. So yeah, Dave thought I was from New York because of my <laughs> yeah. aggressiveness and attitude. I mean, I'm definitely not your typical Minnesota. I don't think, and I'm sure that comes from being raised by people from Audis, mm-hmm. and yeah. now my husband's from Audis, so, mm-hmm.
0: so yeah. And you guys put those values into us. I like Very big, yeah. I think, mm-hmm.
2: you know, we're not, I don't think that we lied to you, I think we've been pretty open and honest about how tough life is, yeah. and the right way and the wrong way to do mm-hmm. things, For um, sure. and I think that, you know, Dave had a really tough life growing he up did. also, and he's always shared that with the girls Mm -hmm. about how lucky you are to have two parents that support and love Mm. you and that are here to guide you and give you help when you need it, whereas he was pretty much thrown out, you know what I mean, Mm -hmm. by the time he was 14, you know, kind of thing. So I think that that really helped my girls. Dave's a very, probably one of the most intelligent men I know, besides my father, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. um, to listen to his stories and to listen to the way that he looks at life, um, it's very interesting. It really opened my eyes to not be the baby and the little spoiled rotten. You know, he always calls me Lily White Tree Hugger. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> <laughs> he just had such a rough life, and I'm complaining. And he's like, whatever. <laughs> like your parents bought you a car, and your brother and not you know, just you your even car, got a car. What kind of car trailer?
3: <laughs> yeah. What about that? I said you even got that.
2: So you know what I mean. So Dave calls me those things, where he had a pretty. You know, he had to really. Yeah.
0: Well, he's just. And came Ind- out of that so just still loving. Like yes. from the minute I met Dave, it never felt like I was his stepdaughter. No. Like just the love that he had for you poured into yes. me.
2: And I've never been loved by a man like I've been loved by Dave here. Yeah. Like that man has my back. <clears throat> I mean that man thinks of me as you know what I mean? She's my gal, and don't mess with her. Wow! And another, he worked star, hard to
1: get you. He did work hard to
2: get me, but he's another man to me. How you were saying that your husband has never been a womanizer or uh, you know glance over right. or checking that Dave was like that too. Mm-hmm. He was raised by women. We have three daughters. Yeah. He's very respectful to women. He doesn't talk nasty about women, yeah. even when he's with the boys. You know what I mean? You just never hear that out yeah. of Dave's voice. And I think for a man. To represent that in front of women is probably the the most powerful gift for a woman. Yeah, yeah. You know, so that taught me some stuff, too. Yeah. So he's been my rock. Dave's helped me through a lot of things with my family. I've helped him through a lot of things with his family. We've supported. Has it been easy? No. Is marriage easy? No. But the way he accepted my daughter and the way I accepted his daughter, I I wouldn't change anything. I mean, Jillian's... I don't call Julia my stepdaughter, and people get offended sometimes when I don't say that she's my stepdaughter. When they find out, like, well, she's your stepdaughter. You've only had the two. And I'm like, well, yeah, but she's still my kid. Yeah. I've known her since she yeah. was four and a half, five years old. She's my kid. Yeah. You know? I don't think of them. I don't, that's not disrespectful to Jill's mother whatsoever. I tell people yeah. the whole story, but
0: she's my kid. Yeah. And that's how we grew up. She's yeah. my sister. Yeah. It's never, we're not blood, but she's no. my sister. But we're family mm-hmm. and that's what we do. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes. So Dave and I begged Dave for five years after we got married. We got married in 2000 and I begged him for five years to have a child. I'm like, I only got to have one child. And now Jill and Allie, you know, I got, I got the blessing of having Jillian and Jillian was living with us at that point. Um, But there. Not fun anymore.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Allie won't wear (laughs) overalls anymore. No, I can't dress them. They have their own minds.
2: (laughs) They don't want to go to the pumpkin patch anymore. (laughs) They don't want to do things. They won't dress up for Halloween hardly. Like it was whatever. And he kept saying, Why, Kathy? They're almost (laughs) done. We're almost done. Why do you? And I'm like, Please, please, please. And he finally said yes. And with two weeks, I was pregnant with Isabella. And we had our little Izzy night. Mm -hmm. And so then she was like, but filled our circle. I said our circle has got a little bit left to connect. And Izzy Mae was the connection. Oh,
0: was. I remember her waking me up like in the middle of the night with the pregnancy test. Like you took her right away. Yep. Like,
2: I'm pregnant. I, I was like, ah, yes. I get a sister. And we were going on vacation like the next day. Do you mm-hmm. remember that? And we went to an amusement park. And so I always tell Isabella, like, right when we found out you were in my belly, you were on like the <laughs> Spider-Man <laughs> ride and this <laughs> ride and mm-hmm. all over yeah we went to six flags that's yes what we did. i do remember yes. that yeah mm-hmm. so yeah
0: and that's where she can relate to your minnesota trips because we made a lot of trips to pittsburgh
2: oh yeah <laughs> twice a year and we would drive and i'm like why do we have to drive and then we have to drive straight through that's 14 hours and half the time i would bartend till two in the morning and then we would leave and i would do a lot of the driving yeah, he's like That's his one fault. Boats and cars. <laughs> yeah,
0: he would. He's like he can. He wouldn't drive even and he would or fall
3: asleep. Kevin would never let me drive. Wow. Then, but I'd be like sweating yeah. and crying yeah. because he's like, you know, Flying. eighty-five miles an hour. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like, oh God, we're gonna die. And maybe that's why
2: Dave let me drive most of the time, just because he didn't want to listen to me. <laughs> Yeah. Honestly.
3: Uh-huh. Kevin should have learned that lesson. Huh? <laughs> yeah. but well now it is. I get we we go to go somewhere, I go, he goes, Oh, you're driving? I go, Oh yeah, I'm driving. <laughs> That's how David I think like, It's a I lot less great. stressful when I drive. It is. Except for, for him. But then but I love it. Him. I love him over there, you know. You know Does
1: he get nervous when you're he driving? does. He'll go, oh.
3: Are you gonna stop? I'm like, Of course I'm gonna stop. <laughs> I do that. I answer him the same way he answers me when I ask sure. stupid questions.
2: Dave keeps his mouth shut for the most part, but then he will
3: say, like, oh, if I would have done that and I was driving, <laughs> I always go, whatever. We've yeah. just decided it's a control thing, both of us. So. Sure. And it probably is. It is.
2: It is. Dave and I are both pretty controlling. We're very stubborn. We're a lot alike. You are. A lot. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he's the love of my life. I, I would say he's, you know, Steve Benson, my high school sweetheart, was my first love but I would say Dave's my first real love. Yeah. You know, we wrote Harleys we to, together you know, a whole life. Lives. You know, we yeah. had everything in common. We were a partnership, and that was that's a very secure Ride or die. feeling. Ride mm-hmm. Yep. It's a secure feeling to have. I remember when I
1: met Dave for the first time, and it was, I was like a daughter to him yeah. immediately. Yeah. And like, you know, like, usually like your friend's dad's like kind of don't even remember your names half the time, I think. But, but Dave, I mean, he's just... I don't know. He, he reminds me. Morning. He has a lot of qualities of my 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 biological dad, Mark, and he has a lot of qualities of Kevin. So he actually reminds me a lot of just both. But oh. I talk to him um, very much like my like I talk to my dad a lot. Sure. Or I would say Mark my Mark my dad. But it is like I love the relationship I have with him, yeah. and it is it's such a I could tell him that I killed somebody last night, and he would help me bury the, the body. body and he wouldn't ask question, <laughs> totally. and yep. he would I mean and yep. if I was like Dave go buy me tampons I need tampons yep. he would be like okay what, what kind you yep. know and mm-hmm. he would be like super regular or like he just he <laughs> he's is so incredible he is. yeah he is. he is and he's just we were just it, crying
0: about it in Florida we like, were yeah. and I was just
1: like it, he he is and it, I think sometimes when you're surrounded by these amazing people you forget how to have gratitude and that it's yep. not a normal thing and it's not everywhere and it's not common. And um, when you sit back and you appreciate it and you realize like how blessed you really are, mm-hmm. it it kind of hits you sometimes. It I does. think we had that moment where we like did. we, although our dads had a different journey, we had two men and I have goosebumps step up to the plate and take us on, mm-hmm. and they weren't scared and they I'm did sure it, it wasn't easy and it wasn't easy but they're still doing it and they've put roofs you know and, and they they didn't give up they didn't yeah. give up yeah. they did not abandon us and, yeah yeah um and for somebody to choose that not because it's blood not because it's family and that's what you do because they just truly actually genuinely love you and that yeah. is incredible mm-hmm. and um I like look at that and I hope one day that is what I get to receive for my daughter and uh, Hayden has had an incredible father growing up but um, you know I hope that I I get to have somebody like that for her and not just in that relationship but I think you just as like I date or as you go into life and you realize like there's just not a lot of people like that no? and it's very few and far in between but They both went through a lot of life to get to be the men that they are. Mm -hmm. And that's not easy either. And, you know, they had to... Overcome. Yeah, accept and overcome. I mean, not just accept what had happened and the choices they had made. And um, there are always two people who are always moving forward. Mm -hmm. They don't stay stagnant. Mm -hmm. You know, and I... I'm really grateful for Kevin because I have a lot of his qualities. my work ethic um the way my mind works is very similar it didn't work that way. I did not operate that way, but because he forced me to go out of my comfort zone in areas and to be a problem solver, and it was if something was wrong with my car. I had to go out with him and hold the flashlight <laughs> <laughs> and do the things, but I had to learn, I, and I'm grateful. I know how to change a tire. I can check my oil. I can replace my headlight. I can do all the things because that is. But if and if it was ever anything, who was there it was him. Like he was there every single time, and it's there's
0: just not many people like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I have to say the same about Dave. He- You might have not done that stuff, but like just my brain training of we're sitting down and we're going to do your homework. And we're like, he made me who I am today. I say I got like my calm. No offense, mom. You already said you had a temper. (laughs) But like (laughs) I said, I got my calm from my my dad, but that's not true. I actually got my calm under pressure from Dave, I feel like, because he taught me it's like, oh, you missed
1: your flight. Okay, like all right, cool. It's going to be okay I'm, where yeah. I'm
2: spinning out of control. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, and I think it's funny how different they are too because like Kevin was, he's very like um, secure and he has, you know, those things, but he wasn't the most affectionate where Dave is a very yeah, affectionate, affectionate dad and he he's is. very girl dad oriented yeah, in that Yeah, totally way. is. You know, so it is kind of funny those different qualities and how Because when you raise
2: girls, ladies, and this is for you, yeah, your daughters yeah. hug you and kiss you and you hug and kiss them and then they get to a certain age and they don't want you to touch. <laughs> and it's hard as a yeah. mom. You're like, huh. yeah. Whereas Dave just goes in. He's like, I he don't totally care. Does. He just goes and grabs uh-huh. you and kisses you. Yeah. So now I'm trying yeah. to do that. I didn't do that with <laughs> Jill and Al as much. I gave them like,
1: well, they need their space. They yeah. don't want me to
2: touch them. They're being whatever. Now with Isabella, I just.
1: <laughs> Sandy gave me the best advice. Your best friend, Sandy. And I remember talking to her. So she, how many kids do they have? Four. Four. And I, I remember talking to her as Hayden as growing into and a teenager. And just saying, what what advice do you have going into this season of life? And she goes, you know, one of the things I wish I would have done was not respected the space as much. Yes. Um, because, and I'm like that. I was, I do the same, I did the same thing with Hayden. I was like, oh, you want your space? I'll give it to you because, you know, no, you don't want to force that. And um, she goes, I wish that even though she wanted that, I wish I still, she goes, do the arm touches, rub his back. Do those things. Pull them in even when they push away because they're not going to be mad that you did that. And um, I remember just really hearing that. I don't know if it was the way she delivered it or how it was, but I do like it it's those things where when we're in the car I'm like oh yeah I gotta like rub his back or not that I got to but I think you just get so used to it's personal time. Yes, yeah, not then, giving them that yeah. and having that space and you know like he lays in my you know bed with you know, next to me and Lorelei and I wanna like hang out with them but if you move too quickly they're gone <laughs> and so it's like yeah. I don't wanna be seen and I wanna hang out with you but I don't want you to fly either right. like it's yeah.
0: just, but they do appreciate cause I definitely appreciate when Dave would just barge in like oh great okay what do you want? Yeah. And then he would just sit there and he'd rub my feet. Like, oh, did yeah. you have a nice time at dance tonight? Like, yeah. to just nonchalantly where yeah. it's like yeah. I have to, like, force myself to do that with my kids <laughs> because
2: I just am not that person. Oh, I know. So. I have to grab her boys, like, get over here and hug me. And I feel bad, like, it's the typical... Give Nana a hug <laughs> Oh,
3: God. Not that we don't have a fun relationship, but they're no. just like, all right. I know. That's just how they are. I know my, I grab on, yeah. like, when Hector comes in or Hayden, I just hold on. They're like, okay, okay. all right. I'm like, no, some more, some more. Yeah. Because there are those split
1: it. seconds where they come in and they're giving you a hug um, and you're like, oh.
3: Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah. But, you know, but, like, I think I even said to you, Mom, I'm like, I'm sorry. I don't know why I can't. I, I don't know why I personally can't accept the touch, you know, that type of touch anymore. And I think maybe more I'm realizing it now as to like where it was coming from or why or you put those walls but
0: up. You I feel like you you are a I hugger.
1: I am a hugger, but when it comes not. to my mom, yeah, it's weird. It's I not know. it's not weird, but it I don't I'm not as receiving of it at times. Yeah. I'm better at it She's now. She's not yeah. I'm a
0: receiver of no that's very well used she does it all the time she tries to just hold on i'm like get off of me yeah i love you but don't hug me like dolphin flips in front of me (laughs) i i just want to say i almost got my butt kicked in florida and she was not going to be my wing girl she had the video camera out i go al you're gonna get your ass kicked and i pull my
1: phone out The lady was really just complimenting her butt. Oh, wow. How are you going to get in a fight? In a very aggressive way. She was like, stand up right now. And Allie's like, okay. And I'm like, Allie's going to get her butt kicked. And I'm in my head going, am I going for the eyes
2: or the kitty? The eyes or the kitty? it was pretty
0: funny. It was. Well, that reminds
2: me of the story in California. Why don't you tell that, Allie? When I ran away from my my mother. (laughs) I'm
0: Everybody knows I'm a flighter. I am a flighter. Um, we were walking down Sunset Boulevard, uh-huh. uh-huh, and there was this homeless man on
2: some form of drugs. Don't know what that. Was. We were going to In-N-Out Burger, and we saw him when we were pulling up. And I'm like, "That man is out of control. Uh-huh. Just ignore, ignore, walk." When we get out of this car, we got out of the car. She ran. He no, he no. was a magnet to us. just yeah. walk. Walk, alley walk, And so she's like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. God." I'm like, just walk. We walked to the in and out We got in there and the line was, you know, a thousand people. So we're like, we're not going. Of course, he's lingering in the front. We come out and he's already talking to somebody else. I'm like, we're going to be fine. No. He starts screaming at us. We start running. I'm in like wedges with like some strap that they're macrame. You know, so my feet are falling out, but I'd have to unbuckle it. She just takes off. And I'm like, (laughs) My feet are like I can't it's, run. I gotta outrun got the bear.
1: I gotta outrun the bear. Like <laughs> God. I'm like, <laughs> I'm gonna get
2: stabbed. Your mother is gonna get stabbed in and she's my, already in the car.
0: In my mind I was unlocking the car and starting it so it could get into the car faster. <laughs>
2: So I'm glad you did that to her. that so, yeah, was well, a little tough love there, Al. Yeah. I wanted to stage something when I'm with her next time just to run from her and let her know what it feels like.
0: Thank you for listening to the Twisted Sisters podcast. We'll now leave you with a little bit of wisdom from
1: Allie and Samantha Imperfection is beauty. Madness is genius. And it's better to be absolutely ridiculous than absolutely
0: boring. Twisted Twisted sisters. Sisters. We're all a little twisted.